The materials on this podcast are for informational and entertainment purposes only and are not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional. Hi, welcome to the Love Approach Project podcast, a space dedicated to bring you tips, ideas, and new ways in which you can live a more empowered life where stress doesn't take over and where love becomes the rule of the day. Enjoy! Welcome once again to the Love Approach Project podcast. This is a brand new episode and today I have an awesome guest, someone that I have actually admired a lot for a long time because I admire her passion for what she does. She helps people recover their energy, get healthy through holistic nutrition and most recently she is very passionate about helping new moms in their postpartum journeys. Uh, her name is Claudia Vidor, she is the founder of Nourish by Claudia and she's also a good friend of mine. So that's why you have the privilege of having her here today. <laughs> Welcome, Cloud. Thanks so much for, for the introduction. I feel really honored by now and I'm really excited to be here. So thank you so much for having me. No, fantastic. Thank you for saying yes. I'm so excited because I know that you are very knowledgeable and I know that you really love what you do. So whatever we're going to talk about, people are going to get a lot out of this interview. Yeah, I'm really passionate about nutrition and how it can prevent and help to overcome many issues in life. Yes. So let's get into yes, it. Let's get into it. <laughs> so, Gau, let's begin by telling or, or sharing with the listeners why you got into nutrition and why or how come you chose it as your healing art. Well, um, to tell you the truth, I've always wanted to be a dietitian. Mm -hmm. So when I was 10 years old, 12 years old, I used to write food plans for my mom and her friends. <laughs> but um, nothing really happened until 2009. Mm -hmm. And it was in my mid-20s and I had been feeling sick for a long period of time, especially with gut issues. Mm -hmm. And I had a colonoscopy, a couple of gastroscopy, but I couldn't find out what it was. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was suffering from panic attack. Okay. And also I had chronic candida and all of it. I was kind of... The, the, the full pack. The, the full package, yeah. <laughs> and I was feeling very miserable and I couldn't find a way out. Went to see psychologists and GPs and specialists, yeah. but no one would get to the bottom of it. Yeah. And I remember that one day I went to see this GP and she gave me uh, anxiety pills. Mm. And that's where I knew that there must have been a way out. Yeah. So I went to see a naturopath and my life completely... I don't know, it's changed, changed yeah. Yeah. yeah, and unraveled, I would say. Yeah. And that's when I decided that nutrition was gonna be my career. Yeah. Because if I was feeling that way, someone else was feeling exactly the same way and wasn't receiving adequate care. Yeah, the support they needed. It's, Absolutely. It's funny, I mean, I've known you for a few years now and only now I realize that we have a very similar story. Yeah, because since I changed my life, I, I haven't had any gut issues any longer. My anxiety level has decreased tenfold. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I remember when I saw this naturopath and the first time she told me, well, you need to start uh, going to sleep at around 9, 9.30 at night. And back then I was really Italian <laughs> and I used to go to sleep at midnight every night. And I wow. remember chuckling. I was like... Mm. 
9.30 at night. And now, every single night at 9.30, You're switch off the light. <laughs> yeah. You're in bed. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting how those very difficult moments actually take us to our path. You know, they, they, those difficult moments just steer us into the right direction. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you find someone to plant a seed and then someday yes. the seed grows. Grows, yeah. Into a big tree. <laughs> Massive tree. <laughs> Lovely. So let's get a little bit into the nitty gritty of our conversation today. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that many of our listeners have gone through some kind of stress in their lives. We all do, right? Mm -hmm. But perhaps we don't really know, we're not aware of what happens in our bodies when we stress out. So yeah. what happens and also what are the consequences of not paying attention to that? That's a great question, Lau. But first of all, I would like also to give a small introduction on stress yeah, sure. because people perceive stress as uh, finan having financial issues, being yeah. really stressed out at work, but we are bombarded by daily stressors, eating the wrong food, inflammatory foods, it's yeah. uh, stressors. Of course. And uh, for example, I am a mother, I've been waking up at five o'clock in the morning and it's pitch black outside by a screaming human being. <laughs> that's yeah. perceived as stress by my body. Of and course. that's why I'm not a big fan of avoiding, eliminating stress or all the things yeah. that you read in magazines. Yeah. I believe that it's all about building up the resilience mm. to stress. And uh, to go back to your question, yeah. so stress basically wreaks havoc in our body. Yeah. Starting from the brain, when our brain is flooded by excitatory neurotransmitters, mm -hmm. we, get in, in, um, we get stress, we get yeah. into um, panic mode, and the frontal part of our brain, the prefrontal lobe, gets completely shut down. Wow. And that's mm -hmm. when we make mistakes, and when it's when neural pathways are built yeah. the wrong kind of neural pathways yes. are built and then if we travel down to our body then we're gonna meet our lovely adrenal glands mm -hmm. which are two powerhouses that sits on top of the kidneys and their main job is to release cortisol when we are stressed mm. cortisol we all know that it's a, um, a, stre a stress hormones yeah. steroid hormones that is related to stress yeah. And it has such a bad rap, but it is extremely useful. Of course, yeah. yeah it's, it's in our body for a reason, right? Absolutely. Yes, yeah. keeps our blood sugar in check, our um, blood pressure in check, maintains homeostasis in the body, mm -hmm. but not if it's released 24 out of 7. Of course, yeah. Back in the days, cortisol would be released only when we were chased by a tiger. I know that everyone uses this example, but it's, <laughs> it, it makes it really yes. simple to, yeah. to get it, right? Of course, yes. But nowadays, that tiger is a male field, uh, an inbox field with males. It's being stuck in traffic. It's a yeah. crying child. And that's why we are constantly overloaded with stress and cortisol. Yeah. And that's when our, our adrenal glands stop functioning. Of course. And just to, I just, it was really interesting what you mentioned about the brain and about how it kind of like freezes. Yeah. And we start making all these mistakes. Absolutely. Which becomes this cycle of, oh, I'm making mistakes, I'm more stressed, I'm forgetting things. Oh my goodness, it's just building on the same. It's thing. never ending. Yeah. And it's actually very interesting because I don't know if you're familiar with this, but sometimes people leave the house and they think, oh, I wonder if I left the stove on. Yeah. If you have this kind of thought when you're yeah. stressed because you left the house in a rush, you will Imagine see that, that you have that kind of thought every single time. Yeah. And uh, in a long period of time, you will end up leaving the stove on. Yeah. 
Mm. How fascinating is that? Yes, you're building those pathways. Pathways, right? yeah. yeah. Pathways in your brain, yes. Yeah, no, I, I find it extremely interesting how our body really works when, yes. uh, when we are stressed. I know. And then obviously when you are stressed, our digestive system stops working and uh -huh. all the blood and the oxygen is sent to our muscles because obviously we need to run and we are chased by this imaginary tiger. Not eat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, uh, and that's when our immune system starts suffering and uh, we get depleted, we stop uh, absorbing our nutrients, we start having gut issues, or we, we get sick, we suffer from muscle injuries. Linda Lau, we basically, yeah, our body doesn't really do well when it's uh, bombarded by stressors for a long period of time. For a long period of yeah. time, yes, which is, in a way, what's, what we are all suffering from in this way of living. Yeah, right? but yeah. it's also up to us to build a toolkit. Yes. And whenever we feel stress, we can just pull out one of the tools for our, from our toolbox. Totally, yeah. So we can handle it. I completely agree with that and I think that's the challenge. I mean that's the that's the, the task that we all have at hand right now. Yeah. To work on that toolbox, to learn as many different things as we can and to find that unique formula for each one of us. Absolutely. And that's what you do yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah. When you support women and through your sound healing sessions, yeah. you're allowing women to take that time for themselves to actually release the stress from their body totally. and to lower yeah. the cortisol amount. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Great. And so what happens uh, when we don't pay attention to continuous stress in our bodies? Oh, where can I even start from? Mm. We get sick more often. Yeah. We feel utterly miserable because you can't really be completely stressed out and happy. Our relationships start to suffer. Yeah. And um, physically speaking, our digestive system stops working. We stop absorbing the nutrients. Yeah. Uh, we start having all these weird symptoms like headaches and mm. uh, sleep apnea and panic attacks. Yeah, there are high blood pressure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We put on the weight as well because I know that for some women it's really important. We yeah. also need to see the relationship between being highly stressed and uh, weight management. Yeah. So there are so many things that get involved yeah. when we are so stressed out. Wow. Yeah. And we stop yeah. thinking rationally. Mm. So also our work is going to suffer. We lose mm. motivations. Mm. We, we don't feel, well, we are not really living at our best capacity at the end of the day. Yes, exactly. We're kind of like allowing stress to take over. Because it does. Yeah. Yeah. So, Claude, let's talk a little bit about how can nutrition help us in this case? How can it help us manage uh, stress? Like, how can it help us manage stress on a day-to-day, -day, but also how can it help us heal when someone has gone through a long period of stress, for example? Okay, so I think that it, when we talk about nutrition, we also need to talk about the gut for a second. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was one of my questions. <laughs> Fantastic. I knew that was about to come. But with just cell by cell, we are mainly made of bacteria, right? Yeah. And the bacteria, they reside everywhere in our body, yeah. but especially in our very famous gut microbiome, yeah. which is where our serotonin is produced, 90% of it. Mm -hmm. And serotonin is a neurotransmitter, yeah. and it's the feel-good neurotransmitters. If our gut microbiome is impacted, yeah. then obviously our mood is going to change. 
Oh, I, I just love that. <laughs> I mean, isn't to, that to lovely? That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it gets even deeper than that because there is something which is called the gut-brain axis, mm -hmm. and I'm sure that you've heard of it. Yeah. But basically, the uh, the gut and the and the brain they are completely linked by something that is called the vagus nerve. Mm -hmm. The vagus nerve is the 10th cranial nerves, which goes from the brain down to our reproductive systems to our anus. Incredible. And it's impacted yeah. by our adrenal glands, by our gut and so forth. Yeah. And it has been shown that people that suffer, for, for example, from irritable bowel syndrome and Crohn's disease, they have a heightened level of anxiety mm. because the vagus tone has decreased. And what is the vagus tone? It's basically the, the health of the vagal nerve. Okay. So, and there are so many ways that we can actually activate the vagal nerve. Yeah. And I'll give you a quick tip now, yes, can please. I? <laughs> <laughs> do you know when you go to a yoga class and yes. you do the OM yes. at the beginning of the class? Yes. Or when you walk around the house and you hum? Yeah. That's going to switch on your vagal nerve straight mm, away. That is so interesting. Yeah. And for me, it's very interesting because... Om is a frequency of very universe, vibrational. Right? Yes. Yeah. And definitely, when you sing it, when you let it resonate in your in your mouth cavity and in your throat and everything, you can start feeling all that vibration, harmonizing all of your body. Yeah, I can feel that your vagus nerve is really happy. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about the brain, the, the gut brain axis connection. Yeah. So basically, the gut microbiome <clears throat> is going to interfere the, with the neurotransmitters production. Yes. And the brain is going to interfere with how the gut digests uh, the food and absorbs the nutrients. Mm -hmm. So the two are completely intertwined. Yeah. So there is no one uh, without the other. Yes. And that's why having a... I don't like to call it a healthy diet because yes. healthy nowadays people think about kale salads, which is not, <laughs> could not be appropriate for someone. Yes. But yeah, I think that the nourishing, without a nourishing diet, you can't really decrease your level of anxiety. So that's how much the gut and, the, and your diet, uh, they interfere with your level of, uh, with your stress levels. Yes. And so what would be the role of nutrition in this case? to help us manage all that stress or to help us heal from stress? Well, should I give you like some bullet points yeah. on the how? Yeah, Fantastic. Sure. So, well, first of all, I will start by having uh, frequent meals. Yeah. Some people tend to restrict uh, their caloric intake and they skip meals. They are so yeah. busy and they, yeah. they overlook it. Yeah. But it's really important to have three, unless you have other conditions such as Unless you're a diabetic or you're a pregnant mother or a breastfeeding mother, in that case, we need to um, tweak the diet a little bit. Have a look at it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But otherwise, three main meals, nourishing meals, completely balanced every single day. And when I say balanced, it means that it needs to have the right quality, uh, the right amount of a high quality protein, high quality fats and a complex carbohydrates for every single meal. So well, just to give you a quick example mm -hmm. now, let's say lunchtime, you have two boiled eggs, uh, drizzle with olive oil, nice boiled sweet potato, and the eggs that needs to be pasteurized, organic and all of it. Yeah. And then a uh, nice sweet potato, another drizzle of olive oils, and maybe some avocados or some nice ghee melted on top of it. Yeah. Yum. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
the kale salad that we were talking about <laughs> on the side. Yes. So that would be a very nourishing meal that you can have for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Okay. And mm -hmm. then uh, two snacks every day, at least two snacks every day. Why is that? Why do people need to snack? Maintain the blood sugar level. Okay. Because normally you see that your blood sugar spikes up in the morning when you have breakfast. Mm. And especially if you have a sugary breakfast like a muffin, yeah. you could see like a spike yeah. go straight up. Yeah. But then after like half an hour, one hour, it goes back down. Yeah. And is that why some people get... The afternoon no. slump. They, they get in a bad mood when oh, they absolutely. haven't eaten. When you are, yes. how do they say? Hungry. Hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I can testify that it's real. <laughs> because it does happen to me. Yeah. Whenever I'm, let's say, too busy that I skip on a meal or I skip on a snack, I find myself being super grumpy and super hungry. And I make poor choices later, uh, later on um, yes. during the day. And I, and I guess also that not giving enough food to your body or the proper nutritious food that you need will put your body under stress as well absolutely and especially <laughs> because the brain it's uh, requires lots of calories mm. and lots of sugar sugar meaning glucose not okay. refined sugar yes and so <laughs> glucose can be uh, found in basically every single food that you eat and okay. if you don't give glucose to your brain then it's gonna ask for it and it's gonna send the craving signals yeah. so give me sugar give me sugar yeah. give me sugar and that's why you reach for a Mars bar or a lo lolly because they are filled in sugar and they're very, it's a very quick pick me up. Yeah, of course, yeah. Exactly. Whenever we eat when we are, for example, anxious, yeah. we also don't absorb the nutrients correctly. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So yeah. our um, digestive enzymes and our bile production is, uh, it's Low, altered. Uh, altered, yeah. Yeah, okay. let's say altered yes. because it's, uh, different between one individual and the other okay, yeah. so also if you have the best diet yeah you're not gonna see a difference because you're not gonna be able to absorb the nutrients and when we are that's, stressed yeah that's interesting actually because absolutely. there are many people who are making an effort for you know to eat healthy but other things in their days haven't changed like the the, the stressful boss at, home, at work or the rushing in the morning or absolutely mm -hmm. and that's why it's very important <clears throat> to eat mindfully and I know that this sounds painfully boring mm -hmm. and people that work in an office, they're like, oh, no, 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 I just want to check Pinterest uh, during my mm -hmm. lunch break and I have only 20 minutes and mm -hmm. I have to queue to get my, my soup and then come back and rush in. Well, it's not really going to work. Yeah. So we just need that time for ourselves yeah. yeah. to mindfully eat so we can allow our body to digest the food and to function properly. Yeah. And on top of it, when we are stressed, we require so much more nutrients. Ah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. magnesium, vitamin C and zinc, they get depleted straight away. Okay. And, okay. Um, and so why it's important to have a mindful meal yeah. and to have three main meals plus a couple of snacks during the day. So you don't allow you, first of all, you replenish your body yeah. with the, all the nutrients that it needs. And then you don't allow your blood sugar levels to go ooh, up and down like a roller coaster. Yes, yes. And it's a way, I see it as a way of self-care, right? To pay attention to what you're eating, to how you're eating. And, of, and now if we see from this point of view of, okay, if I pay attention to what I eat, I'm taking care of myself, but I'm also managing stress. Absolutely. Then it changes the perspective on nutrition, right? But eating well yeah. and eating mindfully, it is a form of self-care. Mm. And uh, I'm, some people, they don't recognize it as such, but 
to me is as important as getting a massage or yeah. getting away on holidays. So in this case, nutrition has to be paired with awareness. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything in life needs to be paired <laughs> with awareness. Awareness plus something else is, a, is one of the, the, the main formula. Yeah, absolutely. To get ourselves back yeah. into health and all of that. And, and okay, so talking about foods and all of that, for someone who is, or for people who are listening, who perhaps are very stressed out at the moment, mm. what could be the first things that they could do? Now? Oh God, people are gonna hate me when I say that. But I had this client that came in, she was really, really stressed out. Uh -huh. And we were having a conversation about mm -hmm. caffeine and decreasing mm -hmm. the, the coffee intake. <laughs> and she was like, what are you talking about? I don't even drink coffee. And then I took the full case and I found out that she used to survive on seven green tea per day. Okay. Plus she was on very heavy medication for an autoimmune condition mm -hmm. and uh, she was craving chocolate all the time. Mm. And when we think about caffeine, we don't think about tea, medications, chocolate, soft drinks, yeah. but all these foods, they contain caffeine. Decaf coffee, coffee contains five milligrams of caffeine. That's so interesting. Yeah. 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 And so normally they say just have 200 milligrams of coffee a day. That's mm -hmm. the limit. Yeah. But some people, if they're really sensitive, hmm. a cup of black tea will be enough. Yeah. So to go back to your question, yeah. I would say straight away, limit the caffeine intake yeah. and be, read the food labels. Yeah. Be aware that some form of paracetamol, Panadol, contains coffee. Wow. Now, yeah, okay. at the IGA, I saw it the other day, they're selling Panadol with caffeine and it has 65 milligrams of caffeine oh in it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so That's if you have a migraine huge. and you take that three times a day, then you already, uh, you reach already the 200 milligrams without having a cappuccino. Yeah. And then you have the cappuccino. And then you have the cappuccino. <laughs> Maybe you have a second one because you're feeling so tired and anxious. Yes. You know? So caffeine, definitely. You need yeah. to break the cycle somewhere. And yeah. uh, for some people, it's not going to resonate very well. Yeah. But I invite them to try yeah. to cut down the caffeine intake. So maybe just have your coffee in the morning if you can live without it mm. and then have a decaf in the afternoon and that's it. That's the limit. Yeah. But there are so many other delicious herbal tea that you can get nowadays. Like, I mean, like which ones? Yeah, tell us, tell let, us. let's share it. <laughs> <laughs> the caffeine-free chai yes. that you can find online that's or delicious. you can find it in any, any shop around here. What's or, the brand of that cafe? Celestial. The Celestial yeah. blend? C Celestial blend. I have to say it's delicious. Super yeah. delicious. But even a, um, a cacao concoction, you know, you can mix yourself some, if you enjoy cappuccinos, for example, yeah. make yourself a beverage with a nice almond milk or the kind of milk that you enjoy with a little bit of cacao, raw cacao, which has a lower level of uh, caffeine in it. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you can have then the lion tea or maybe you can have a decaf coffee or the, the chai that you like. Mm -hmm. You know, just be creative. Yes. And uh, we don't have to stick to the same taste every single day of our lives. That's you know? true, yes. Or even a matcha has yeah. less caffeine and it's uh, really energizing. Mm. Um, oh, there are so many things so out many. there. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So to go back to the question, one is caffeine, the second one is alcohol. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big one, and especially here in Australia, people are very resistant to to the idea of alcohol. Normally, mm. especially women, they come back and at night they have a glass of uh, of wine, yeah. and it's their routine. Yeah, and we really need to uh, to stop that because alcohol is really high in sugar. Yeah, it numbs your neurotransmitters, dehydrate your body, and doesn't serve you, and also decrease the nutrients absorption. So, yeah, yeah, it's just not useful for you if you're in an anxious state. Yes, Mm. yes. Okay, so someone who's stressed out right now, uh, so mm, avoid caffeine, alcohol. Uh, Limit also the inflammatory foods and also Mm. the triggering foods. Yes. Uh, Which one are the triggering foods? really depends on the person and that's something that we need to figure out together of course like go for a, like a test or yeah. perhaps figure out in a chat with you it's enough you... also to take a food diary for a couple of weeks oh, yeah, okay. and uh be aware of what you eat and yeah. how your body feels afterwards yeah. and make a connection mm. so for example if you have something in the morning like a muffin let's yeah. say and then you start you run to the toilet or you have stomach cramps um, mm. what well, that's maybe not the right food for you so let's try to see which foods are not really serving your body properly yeah. for this stage of your life yeah yeah i so. like that because it's really finding that unique way of eating for each person absolutely you know? we are yeah. all different we yeah. all di- need different uh, foods and uh, different level of care and it's a bit of an investigative work yes but it's so much fun because it brings <laughs> awareness in what you do in life and then you yeah. can apply that awareness in every single part of your life mm. which i find yeah, yeah and so and so letting go or reducing those foods that become like that act like a trigger Mm-hmm. And what would be the inflammatory foods? Kind of all the pre-packaged foods yeah. with numbers written in it. Mm-hmm. So and there are many. <laughs> out there, there are a lot. There are yeah. a lot. Clau, so what would be the top foods for people to start including into their diets or having a little bit more of uh, that could support them in their journey to heal and to heal from stress and to manage it? Yeah. So, well, generically, we have already been talking about organic foods that come from other earth, yeah. lots of water, filtered water, please. Yeah. And the amount of water should be 33 milliliter per body weight. Okay. So you figure it out based on your weight. Right. So per so, kilo? Per kilo of body okay. weight. Yeah. Like, for example, if you, in my situation, will be 50 times 33 and that will work out to be 1.5 liters a day Uh yeah and then if i sweat or if i go to an exercise class or if i breastfeed then i have to pump it up yeah and um just a little interesting fact when you don't drink enough you actually become less smart because your brain cells shrink in size. Oh my goodness, so yeah. please hear Cloud here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you want to be smart, just keep on drinking the Drink water. water. <laughs> yeah. Let's alcohol. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's the generic, obviously. And then to get into the nitty gritty, um, lots of foods that produce uh, or helps producing serotonin and GABA, which are the common neurotransmitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, foods rich in tryptophan and magnesium. And also foods rich in folate and uh, mm-hmm. vitamin C, just to yeah. support the immune system as well. And uh, my magnesium is the ultimate chillax nutrients, so I will start from that. Yeah. Normally it's found in very yummy foods like avocados, awesome. nuts and seeds, 
wild caught salmon and uh, please don't buy normal Atlantic salmon fillet mm. it's poison for your body mm. so wild caught salmon wild caught sardines and all of that and then even brown rice uh, turkey all these foods they um, they're rich in tryptophan folate and magnesium so obviously you can find a list of these foods on Google yeah. so you don't have to remember them all <laughs> right now yes but yeah tryptophan just tryptophan. Tell, tell, tell us a little bit about that it's what? just a precursor to mm -hmm. uh, to serotonin Okay. And serotonin is the feel-good neurotransmitters, yeah. and it also helps with the production of GABA, which is another neurotransmitter, uh -huh. which helps to st stabilize our moods. Okay, yeah. that's very interesting, mm. lovely. Okay, so we've talked about foods. Um, <clears throat> what else do people need to have into account? Because when we talk about nutrition, we're talking about holistic nutrition. Food, yeah, right? lifestyle choices yes. as well. So definitely, it's, it's one food is one aspect of it. Yeah. What are those other lifestyle lifestyle of, um, choices that we can make? Well, first of all, start <clears throat> by taking time in every single day. So, for example, eating mind mindfully. Mm -hmm. That's taking time in for yourself. Mm -hmm. And you and only you know what time in is for you. Yes. So timing can be reading a book and be having a massage, two minutes of meditation, going to an exercise class. You decide, but start by taking timing every single day. So that's a winner. Yes, yeah. I, I couldn't agree more with that one. Definitely. Yeah. It's, Number one, it's, let's prioritize your health. It's the huge one. Yes. Okay, so time. What else? Um, mindfulness and meditation in general but I leave that one for you because I mean <laughs> you are the queen of meditation and mindfulness so I'm gonna move to the next point no sleep sleep yeah ah. sleep yeah. is such a huge one yeah. um, but also what we do before going to sleep so technology yeah. unplug unplug as much as you can and especially okay. before going to sleep and then time in nature and movement in general yes. so we are human beings we need vitamin d we need the sun we need the earth we need to be surrounded by green spaces and that grounding effect of connecting to the earth absolutely it's it just um, relaxes your nervous system straight away sometimes it's even enough yeah. to touch a tree or hold a stone yeah. in your hand yeah or hold a crystal <laughs> or hold a crystal <laughs> yeah exactly yes. you know about it and just be mindful of it and just yeah. feel how the texture of it in your hand and just spend those couple of minutes connecting with mother earth mm. uh, i find it really beautiful and uh, very yeah, calming totally yeah I, so I, these would be my top tips really yeah. Claude, thank you for all of that info and I'm sure we could keep talking so much here. Oh, please, can we? Can we have a second podcast? <laughs> I'm sure we can. <laughs> but my last question. Yeah, sure. Because this is a Love Approach Project podcast. So, Claude, could you please share with us how do you approach life with love? Oh, God, I'm showered with love. And uh, simply because I focus on abundance. Uh -huh. I know that it's very easy to focus on what we lack of. Yeah. So early on this morning, I was thinking about the lack of time. A couple of weeks ago, I was thinking about the lack of money. Mm -hmm. But if I shift my mentality and I use all my tools and I focus on abundance, I'm showered with love. And awesome. plus, I'm married to the best human being and have the love of my life, which is turning 20 months, 20 months old now. Yes. So She's yeah, gorgeous. that's what brings me love and harmony in life. Yeah. Okay. So you focus on abundance. That's, yeah. Every single day. Yes. yes. And uh, 
Seriously, we have so, so yeah. much. A it's great just, way. Yeah. We just take it for granted. Yeah. So yeah. a great way of bringing love into your life would be to focus on abundance. Yeah. Like cloud dust. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we've come to the end of today's episode. Oh, no. <laughs> but, Klaus, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for being here today, for bringing all that wisdom, all that knowledge, which I'm sure is going to help so many people. And... Thank you to all the listeners as well for joining us today. And I'm sure I'll see you at another episode here for sure. I really hope so. Thank <laughs> you so much for having me, Laura. It was a pleasure. I had so much fun and it's such a great honor for me to be part of your podcast. Oh, thank you, Claude. Fantastic. So, Claude, uh, actually, I forgot yeah. to ask you, if people want to get in touch with you, if they want to find you, where can they go to? Well, uh, you can find me on, the, on my website, which is nourishedbyclaudia.com and uh, my Instagram page and my Facebook page. I post lots of Facebook live videos and lots of tips and tricks on how to overcome anxiety and especially I talk about postpartum mothers. Yes. And again, it's nourished by Claudia. I'm pretty consistent. <laughs> and uh, you can email him email me also at claudia and nourished by claudia.com. Lovely. And mm. did I hear that you published an ebook? I published an ebook uh -huh. for mothers and I'm about to release a program just focusing ah. on postpartum mothers and how to support them, especially when it comes to postpartum anxiety and depletion. Wow. And I'm just, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to release it to, to the universe. To the world. Yes. yes. To the cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> and so all of this info is on your website as well. Absolutely. Great. Everything is in there. Fantastic. Thank you, well, Linda Lau. Thank you, Clau. And thanks everyone for listening, for joining in. Until next time. Yay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Love Approach Project Podcast. It is an honor for me to bring you content that can help you grow, heal and learn new tools that can support you in your day-to-day -day life. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so now. There are many more guests and new curated topics every week to keep supporting you in your path to health and healing. I am on a mission to support you in releasing stress and in making love the rule of your everyday. Until next week. <laughs>